Welcome to Beer League Radio. I am Greg. This is the Draft Recap Show. I am joined by, well, All-Star MVP, Championship Goalie, um, Committee Member. I'm not going to say undefeated because I hate when I say that because you were unbeaten because there were some ties. But we have Tony Hansen joining. Welcome <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for having me here. That's quite the intro and thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah, I got defeated a couple times, but yeah, we weren't Not we defeated. weren't defeated. We weren't tied. Uh, yeah, yeah, we tied several times, and they. I got defeated by many skaters. I will say that I got beat in the net, but luckily I had guys that could take up the slack for me and put goals on the other end and made me look good. So yeah, uh, I think <laughs> as the two goalies in this room, we've both been beaten many a times. So <laughs> there is that. So anything new this summer that you've done, and what's What's new with you? You have oh. Blues fan, won the Stanley I'm Cup. I'm a Blues fan, so I've got to flaunt that. So I've been a Blues fan for a long time, and nothing ever came of it. And I was I was having a blast watching their playoff run, and then when they won the Stanley Cup, I was just kind of dumbfounded thinking this isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. I'm a Blues fan. But, yeah, now I can rub it in the faces of all those deplorable Red Wings fans. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. I thought you were going with the Blackhawks at that point. <laughs> I'd have been okay with that. No, so. but yeah, just enjoying the Blues run, and then my wife's been excited to have a couple months off hockey, and she was talking to the mother-in-law saying that, yeah, hockey season's already starting back up, and I said, what do you mean already? I've been waiting for it since our last game, so right. just excited to get back on the ice. Yeah, no, aren't we all? So the draft happened about September 21st, so a couple weeks ago, uh, just a week ago, a little bit. Yep. Um, we were fortunate enough to cover that. Uh, I think it went, I was not there, I was actually in Omaha in a hockey tournament, but it Seemed like it went really, really smoothly, so good job for you guys. The yeah, committee. there were no double picks by the captains, so I mean, that, that was a big concern. I'm disappointed with that. I was hoping <laughs> that there was going to be a drink kind of thing there. but All right, so we are going to recap. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about the teams, who was picked by who, um, and then we'll kind of give our expert opinion, because that's what it is, is experts, um, of what we think they're going to be like. So, guess, do you want to start in the novice division or intermediate? Um. Let's. I don't know. Do we save the best for last, and what do we consider the best? But I mean, <laughs> any team that I'm on is definitely right. not the best. So I'm just kidding. Well, if we want to start in the novice division and then work our way up to intermediate and keep people in suspense, I got you. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and have you lead it off because we're gonna start with the Knights, who had the very first uh, goalie pick for you guys. So I will let you lead with that. Yep. Um, the Knights again, captained by Taylor McKee this season. Um, they, I was fortunate to be called back again as goalie. Um, John Reichert's the coach, I should add. Um, worked under him last season, fantastic guy. And then as for players we picked up this season, Ryan Butler, Becky Current, Blake Current, Brian Forrest, Keen Gritton, Jordan Guy, Ethan Huddleman. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. Hutman. Hutman, there we go. Uh, Jesse Conk, Tom Mavridis, Brad Miller, Dirk Miller, Nathan Nemers, Alex Stanbro, and Jeff Taylor. Absolutely. Sounds like a good lineup. So what do you expect out of the Knights? You had a practice. Every, I should say we've had a practice. Everybody's had a practice this week. Um, next week starts intermediate games. Um, Novice still has another practice, which is really good for those new players and getting that. How did Taylor – how do you see Taylor and John drafting? What was their draft strategy, do you think, going into this and seeing the players that they drafted? They went the same as last year, I think, and went with a bunch of unknown players. So there were 
a couple returning players, a couple of people who were in the league last season, but a lot of unknowns. And that treated us really well last season, but there's a lot of new players on this team. Um, being a Knight, I skated with these guys for the first time today, and I'm I'm excited to see once we get the rust knocked off and once we kind of start to gel as a team. But there's there's definitely some talent. There's definitely some work to do, but it's it's going to be a fun team no matter what. Yeah, so I was talking to John a little bit this uh, this afternoon at the at the rink and saying, you know, how did you feel like it went and, you know, who's what do you say? And he was like, there's a lot of people I don't know that I didn't know. And I was like, that sounds like a John Reichardt thing. Uh, John <laughs> Reichardt's been a captain um, before for the Knights, and he's always been um, the coach last year and the coach this year is helping uh, Taylor draft. And, and that's a that's a John Reichardt thing. Um, he also mentioned that he might not know them, but doesn't mean he didn't do his homework. So yep. I expect those unknowns, you know, um, to come out and and prove to themselves, you know, that that they were drafted for a reason for the Knights. Um, Reichardt drafts heavily on uh, seems to be on defense. This yep. I don't see as a huge defensive team. Yeah, um, last year our team was huge. I mean, we had we <laughs> I, had the biggest team. Yeah, I was saying we could have won a tug of war Iowa. against any team in and the league, novice or intermediate. Yeah, you guys had the literally biggest team in the entire state of Iowa. That includes the <laughs> Iowa Wild because you guys were huge. But, um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of unknowns on here. I mean, I know I've skated with King Gritton, so he's actually um, been much improved. He's had a long uh, a lot of the summer off, but he started with the summer league and. and you know, it's going to be a little bit till he gets his legs back, but he's going to do well. Um, Ethan Hewton, um, he's kind of one of three people um, that have been to almost every scrimmage and every stick and puck, so he's he's ever improving. They yep. just started. And I think um, if I remember correctly, he started in May? Or yeah, just this yeah, summer. The, the, the trio started in May, and I was super impressed with that guy. He's, he's going to do some damage in Novice. Yeah, so, I mean, th- the thing with the Novice division is you want to draft – the players that maybe don't have their legs under them right now. Yep. But in mid-season, you know, they're going to get better. They're going to learn from, obviously, the coaches, including John being one of the better ones, um, and, and proving that. So as long as you're willing to put in the work, as long as you're willing to, to do well, um, I think, you know, it, it's going to go well. Obviously, Taylor McKee, captain that team, obviously comes back. Jeff Taylor, um, I know he wanted to be a knight, and I'm glad and I'm glad that he's a knight, and I know that the knights are really glad to have him back. Um but yeah, there's and Tom Averis is coming back. So there's Jordan about Guy. He's another good one that I think he's gonna really explode. And yeah, yeah. it's it's just the team. Th- and this goes for every team in novice. The team that you saw in practice today, it's gonna be a completely different team in four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Where people, you start to get the team chemistry. You get players get their legs under them, and they just learn to work as a team. And yeah, it's it's really fun to watch that transformation. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll move on to the Bandits who had the second goalie pick. Uh, so we're going to go in goalie picks because we're two goalies. and that's, that's <laughs> I kinda, approve of that. That's kind of how we go. So obviously the Bandits captained by Tommy Hoffman again for the second year. Um, he got to be able to draft Ryan Lett. Jackson Foreman's back with them again. Pat Schuler moving from intermediate to the novice division is going is a huge, huge pickup for them having an intermediate. And, and Pat Schuler knows what he's doing and where he needs to be. John Barnhill, another one. Um, who has been around the game. Brandon Wiggins, who, I mean, everybody knows him as a locker room kind of guy because <laughs> he's out there and, and, and fun to be there. Um, Scott Stouffer, um picks second in the, in the goalie division with Nick Reynolds, Adam Swangle, who's, again, moving down from the intermediate to novice. And, and that's not a knock. That's actually really good for the Bandits and having those players that have played in the higher division to you know know what the speed of the game is. 
Then you have Curtis Fisher um, coming back. James Helvey, um, he was last year on the Moose doing uh, a lot of damage there, being either one of the first or second scorers there. Chris McIntyre, Morgan Deal, Jake Rolfe, Sean Curtis, and then rounding out that is Cody Clark. Um, this is a really good draft for Tommy. I mean, obviously getting Stott Stouffer in the, in the second um, goalie pick, but having Pat Schuler, Adam Swangle, um, Nick Reynolds. So he's he did really well. I think the Bandits are going to be a completely different team than they were last year. Unfortunately, the Bandits didn't have the greatest of seasons last year, and that wasn't worth, worth a lack of effort um, or coaching or captaining. It's just they ran into a lot of teams at the, at the wrong mo- moment there. But Tommy's put together a really, really – veteran team so the knights have a lot of no names um tommy went the other route and said you know i know these people these people are established and that's what i want to go with and both ways can work both ways can definitely do some um damage there so i i looked at the bandits being one of the better teams here um with just the team that's the bandits are probably going to come out the fastest and win the more games because they are the more experienced team um the where they're going to get is caught is when you know when the knights or the other teams get better. Um, can is there enough room for the the people um, on the bandits to move and, and be better? Yep, um, I talked to Tommy today and a few other people, and I said last season the bandits they weren't a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. They were one no. or two key players short of being a really good team, and I think that Tommy realized that and he drafted a heck of a team this season. Um, like you said, with all the the intermediate guys moving down, they are going to be huge helping the newer players, even even the people who have just been novice and, you know, have just been there for a couple of years. These intermediate people are going to have, you know, some good insights, especially coming from a faster pace of play, and they're going to really be able to set up these other people. So this is going to be an explosive team right out of the gate, and if they can hold that momentum, it's going to be tough for the rest of the teams in novice. Yeah, absolutely. And then again, captain by Tommy, who's been around the game, I – and I, maybe you know the coach of the Bandits. Is it Steve Deludigan? Um, no, the coach of the Bandits, I believe, is Paul Knight. Okay, Paul I Knight. I think yep. he took over. Um, he was new to the league last season, but he's been around hockey for many years. I played with him many years ago, and he's just a great guy. And I think he was pretty excited to be working with Tommy yeah. on this team. And yeah, pretty excited about it when they got off the ice today. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you get Paul Knight, who I mean, he was in the wall last year. I got to play with him. Um, in the wall, he's a good guy, obviously knows his stuff as well. But, again, you have Pat Schuler, you have Adam Swingle, you have those guys who can, can tri- trickle that down and go, you know, this is how it's done, this is the best way to do it. Um, yeah, I look out, I looked for the Bandits to start really, really heavy um, and maybe get caught midseason, but they definitely can, can do a lot of things um, here in the season. Yep, on the defensive end, too, just having that um – intermediate um, experience, I think they're going to be a good defensive team. Um, it also looks like they're, they've got some decent big guys that can take up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. And if they can translate that, you know, with their size as well as um, skill, that's going to help out um, the goalie a lot. Uh, Stouffer and, you know, it'll keep less pucks coming to him. So, again, not only will they be an explosive team, in the offensive zone, it's going to be hard to get past them in the defensive zone, too. Yeah, absolutely. And one last thing for the Bandits for me is coming down from intermediate to novice, that's Stouffer as well. So, I mean, yep. this team, half, only a third of this team played an intermediate last year. So, again, it's not a knock to them. It just means that they're going to be that much better, I think, this year. Um, you know, you go from being an intermediate and, and the pace of play is just a little bit faster than you think. And then, obviously, when hockey slows down, 
mentally for you, it's going to be slowing down physically as well. So I think, like I said, I, this team's going to be one to reckon with early. Definitely. So I'm going to do the Ice Dragons just because Tyler Shelton's on the team and Captain Gene. Yep, get some wanna, digs in there. Yeah, I want to make fun <laughs> of that as much. So the Ice Dragons, again, number one overall pick, and he had to pick himself, but I think he would have picked himself anyway as Tyler Shelton uh, as a number one there. Josh Malang is a huge pickup in the number two spot. Uh, Joseph Kleckler, I don't know who that is, um, but he was the first three taken from from Tyler. So, And I know Tyler, and Tyler did his homework, and he's excited about his team. So look for Joseph to, to make that um, – that team a little bit better as well. And then we have Natalia, and I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry, Natalia Dedichenko? Dedichenko. We're going to say with that. Dudichenko. Dudichenko. Okay. Yep. Um, Close. You were closer than I was. So Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the story on her, I've heard, is she played C-League a few years ago and hasn't played since. Um, so that's, again, somebody who five to ten weeks from now when they yep. get their legs back and, you know, hockey is – like riding a bike, it takes a couple of weeks, but once you get your legs back, the muscle memory comes back. Uh, Natalia is going to be a key piece to that, and I know Tyler was really excited to have her, especially when he found out that she played Sea League a little while. <laughs> uh, Paul Smith, who's a great defenseman, Derek Etnire from the Championship Knights defenseman. Um, so Tyler again did Josh, Josh Malang and Natalia, I think, for offense, and then back to back Paul Smith, Derek Etnire for defense. Um, he gets a new goalie to the league, Alex McClure, um, not new to the pipes too much. Um, he just started this spring. Um, but Alex McClure probably has played more hockey in this summer than I've played in my entire life. He played in every <laughs> scrimmage and every uh, stick and puck. So Alex has grown tremendously, and he's going to continue to grow. So that's a, that's a decent pick um, and a good goalie for him to have. Michael Dar, Joe Hogan, Nick Rogers, Kevin Tilly, Mark Jagerson, and everybody knows Mark. Mark's a good defenseman who is not afraid to take his body into the play. Uh, Jen Wubin, uh, John Taylor. Um, again, from the Championship Knights, the other Taylor, uh, Nate Christensen, and then Rich Harms, who I've heard Rich Harms, and I've seen him. He's actually grown a lot more in this last few months, and I think it's the he had problems with his foot and couldn't play for a while, and I think that he finally is getting back to healthy um, and becoming the Rich Harms of old. So um, Tyler, I know, I talked to him for a little bit, and he's extremely happy. He's gotten 90% of the people that he wanted. There was two people that he really wanted – um, but that was a personality-wise. That was Wiggins and um, Austin, but that's just a personality thing. Um, but everybody else, he's extremely happy, and he's gotten who he wants. Um, yeah, this team, I know several of the people on here. Um, I'm really bad with names, but there's definitely some some names on here that I know from years ago. Michael Dar, I played with him about 10 years ago. He has a lot of hockey experience. Um, he'll be good on this team. Um, just being able to bring his hockey knowledge. I mean, just, again, coming down from intermediate. Um, Natalia, she played on Wednesday C for years. Um, she was always just a super solid player. I mean, just you always knew that she was going to be a solid, um, just know where she needs to be. She was always there ready for the puck, so she's going to be a good one to have on the team. Um, Jaggerson, he's just a fantastic guy on and off the ice. Yeah. And just watching – um, the evaluations. Alex McClure, he seems he, – I know he was a no, new goalie coming in here, but he definitely seems like he knew what he was doing between the pipes. So I think he's going to be a good pick. Um, and then the last one that jumps out at me, John Taylor. He he was a force in front of me playing defense last season. So he was a fantastic pickup for this team. He can go – he can block a shot on defense and then go coast to coast and at least put a shot on net. So this – 
this is a good team. It looks like it's a little bit more defensive heavy, but definitely has some offensive threats as well. Yeah, no, I mean, I've I've taken shots from a lot of these players, and John Taylor was probably one of the harder shots from the D point. <laughs> so he's not afraid to, to let it loose, and he's he's not afraid to, to put it in the back of the net. I think that's what he did, and he's going to do for the Ice Dragons. I, I think Josh, Malang, Natalia um, are, the, are the two goal scorers for the Ice Dragons. I think that Tyler wanted to get those two goal scorers right away, and then he went, like you said, defensive heavy, Paul Smith, Derek Nairetnire. Mark Jagerson, Kevin Tilly, who's a guy who I've played with a lot um, with my Omaha team as well. Um, a guy that I can put on a wing, I can put in defense, I can put in center. Ultimately, it doesn't matter where you put him. He's going to play wherever he wants because he's just like a <laughs> rover kind of guy. But um, but a guy that you can say, you know, I'm down a defenseman. Kevin, can you go play defense? Yep. Kevin, I'm down and not forward. Can you go play forward? And he's going to do whatever it takes to put um, the team ahead of him. So that's a character guy. And I know Tyler – um, extremely well, obviously, be, being the guy who, you know, works with him with the <laughs> Beer League Radio and 515 Hockey. Um, his number one thing was, I want a locker room first and a win second. So I know he picked up the guys that he and ladies that he wanted to be in that locker room to, you know, have fun first. Definitely. Yeah, this team looks like a lot of fun to be on, again, both on and off the ice. All right, so Vicious Squirrels were up next, and I'll go ahead and have you – Tell vicious us. Squirrels. Okie dokie. So on the Vicious Squirrels, captained by TJ Fleming. Um, I go in alphabetical order, so I'm sorry I'm getting out of your order with pick order. So. You're fine. Um, there is no right order. <laughs> so the Vicious Squirrels this season. Justin Austin, uh, Ken Busby, Chris Ng, Brad Hall, Taylor Hickey, Larry Hippen Jr., Dan Jones, Jared Lee, Lee Patton, Kyle Peterson, Damon Punselin, Adam Smith, Pete Van Howling, Sam Wendell, and Douglas Willems. Um, honestly, this team scares me a little bit. I think these guys are going to be a hot team. Um, TJ, you know, he's been around hockey for a long time. Brad Hall, he's he was on the Knights. He came in, I think, a season and a half ago, and... He just, he was a big force for us last season. He was one of those unassuming guys that doesn't get all the glory, but he's the one that puts the puck exactly where it needs to be for the goal scorers to put the puck in the net. Um, Punselin, he's a solid goal pickup. Um, and then Pete Van Holling, um, he's got probably more hockey knowledge in his head than half the league combined. Um, if you can remember it. Yep, yep. I, <laughs> I was watching a little bit of their practice, and there were cones out there. I mean, it was – he knew what he was doing, um, working with TJ and getting getting the team in line. And then I believe Sam Wendell is another one of the – One of the three. The infamous trio that is coming the into the league. There I we go. Okay, I like I that. I think Beerly Radio is going to patent them to be at, at the Three Stooges. <laughs> but, yeah, I know that there's – a little bit of trash talking going on in that group once the games start, just to yes. see who's going to be who's going to be the highest, uh, the most impactful player of those three. So it's going to be fun watching those guys, um, just see what they turn into. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, TJ. I think I haven't talked to TJ, but I'm, I, he's got to be happy with his draft, like you said. I these, this team is is going to be a force. I mean, you have. I mean, the first pick that stands out to me is Dan Jones. Dan Jones is one of the best defensemen who can, again, take it coast to coast. He also can put the puck on the tape um, to get that to, to that goal scorer and do that. So um, that's going to be a really good thing for Damon Punselin to have that Dan Jones on the back. 
the back end as well. Um, one thing I want to talk about is Doug Willems. Doug Willems was dra- uh, drafted from the Voodoo last year, um, played, at, I think, only two games, if not three, um, and then had some medical, um, serious medical things that you know hindered him. So um, seeing him back on the ice is absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him grow as a skater and as a vicious squirrel, and, and I think he will do a lot to help that team. TJ Fleming, if if it wasn't healthy, it was him who led the team in, in scores. So, I mean, the first overall pick, obviously, was TJ with himself because they have to. Um, but, again, he might be my number one pick anyway because of the the thing he can do on the ice. Um, Christine, Justin Austin, again, character guys. Um, Ken Busby is a really good pickup. Busby is another guy who has played defense before, played mostly forward last year for the Bandits. Um, and then Lee Patton. Um, might not be the lightest on foot, but man, that guy can shoot. <laughs> you get that guy, you get that p- guy, the puck inside the blue line. That puck is going to the net. It's going hard and it's going high somewhere, wherever he wants. Um, playing with him on the voodoo, that's just it's absolutely amazing. That'll that'll give him a lot of goals because in novice, you know, not to knock on the players, but a lot of the pucks are pretty low. Just mm-hmm. players are still learning to lift the puck. So if you got a guy that can hit corners. Goalies, I mean, they just get used to dropping, and hopefully this doesn't come back to bite me as people go top shelf on me. But, I mean, it's it's easy to go down and stop a lot of pucks, and so when you get guys to shoot high like him, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be bad news on the scoreboard for the, the defending team. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you got people that can put that puck on his tape, so he doesn't have to do all the dirty work to get the puck. He just has to settle that down and, and, and shoot that puck. So um, the Vicious Squirrels, I think – the first four picks, or the first four teams that we've talked about, the Knights, the Bandits, the Ice Dragons, the Vicious Squirrels, and it probably could have said this last year, um, but this is probably the most evenly matched teams I can see on paper. Um, like I said, the Knights have a lot of people that we don't know, um, and but you've said that they've done really yeah. well. It can go either I mean, with that, you know, yeah. it's kind of a risk because it can go either way, but with yeah. John and Taylor, they... They put a lot of work into knowing who they're going to pick, so I put my trust in them. But I know that all these other captains did a ton of work, too, coming up to the draft, and it'll be exciting to see how this pans out. Yeah, I mean, with Tommy having, you know, the veterans from coming from the intermediate to the to novice, that's, I mean, that's a huge thing for the bands. I think they're going to do really well. Tyler, again, picks up Josh Malang and, and, and Natalia, and then defensive heavy. And then, again, yep. I think Alex, to me, I think Alex is going to be the best goalie in the league um, by the end of it if he continues to put that work in. Definitely. Um, he looked sharp. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's it's on him to be if he's going to be any better. Um, I get to be able to coach him in the wall league, um, so look for him to not be better, but um, <laughs> there's that. And then, again, the Vicious Squirrels, like TJ Fleming has the goal scorers. Um, Lee Patton can score. Jared Lee, Adam Smith, Brad Hall. Brad Hall, we didn't even talk about that guy. That guy, again, can play defense and forward. I know he was on the Knights last year. Yep. Um, and, and scores a lot of goals. Um, I think he's trying to be incognito this year. Um, with cutting his hair, so now nobody can see him coming. But yep, uh, even at some of the team events, we didn't recognize the guy yeah. because he didn't have his didn't have his infamous locks. Yeah, but uh, but when he comes down the ice, you know it's him, and he's going to probably put the puck in the back of the net. So yep. the vicious squirrels, I think, are going to do really really well as well. Um, and then the voodoo, who hold a really near and dear spot to my heart, uh, was the inaugural season last year. Was be able to be the goalie. Oh, I do have to say one more thing about yes. the squirrels. Sorry yes. to interrupt. No, um, do. Them coming back down, they were an intermediate for a couple seasons, oh, yeah. as I understand. And the squirrels and the knights have a big rivalry. So for the WWE-style wrestling belt that the winner 
the winner gets to take home after the game. Um, I saw the uh, I saw the trophy, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to taking it home. It, I know it's going to be tough, but yeah, getting that trophy back back going back and forth, I think, will be a lot of fun. So week two of the novice season is the game that I think both teams are really looking forward to to battle it out for that trophy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, coming down from the the novice before I even was it was the first year that I ever played. It was I think the last year that the vicious rules and knights had that. But yeah, that was a uh, Mr. Nutterbutters, <laughs> poor guy. Um, if you don't know that, you can go back in the Vicious Rules. It's a, yep. it is definitely a rivalry, and I'm glad that rivalry's back. So yes. Uh, but the Voodoo um, first pick and Becker um, again, another person I think coming down from the intermediate yep. who has a lot of experience and, and a really good skater, and is going to give that team a lot of boost on the back end. Um, Nick Hannes, great captain. I can't say anything better than him. Um, he. He knows how to draft, and, and the dude is just a stand-up guy. He won captain of the year in novice last he season. He did. He did. He was he was an amazing guy to and to to play for. An amazing guy in the locker room, out locker room. Um, always did the right thing by the team. And then he picks up Andrew Majeran, sneaky Andy, um, Jason Shedaway from the, the from the Knights. Um, with Nick Honest and Jason Shedaway, they might be the biggest team <laughs> in this entire league. Those guys. <laughs> Are. And then Matt Burns, Matt Burns again. Yeah, he definitely went for size. I didn't even look at this, but he definitely went size. Um, Justin Rogers comes back from the voodoo. He came midseason last year and, and helped us um, put the buck puck in the back of the net by setting us people. Um, Scott Crowther makes his debut as a goalie um, officially on a team. I think last year he subbed. Um, so Scott Crowther gets to be between the pipes for the voodoo. Lisa Schumacher coming back. So Lisa used to play, I don't know, maybe it was two years ago. It might have been three. Um, but it's good to see her back. She's she's one of the better skaters on uh, in the novice. I think Lisa Schumacher, uh, Schumacher, sorry, um, is going to be huge. She's a a, a reliable defenseman. Um, she can move the puck um, anywhere she wants. She can skate. Um, she's going to be a really really good thing for the Voodoo. I can't say enough about her as well. Um, Anthony Bricchetto, the better Bricchetto, is what I call him. <laughs> um, he is definitely the better Bricchetto, and he's going to help um, that forward. Offense there, Ken Davis or Kerry Davis, excuse me, um, Jeff Duncan and Lyle Collins, back to back. Jeff Duncan and Lyle Collins, that's a lot of hockey knowledge. That's a lot of hockey um, there. So those two, and then Don Papian. I mean, we went through the the triple. Th- I'm gonna call that the triple threat. Uh, Don Papian, Jeff Duncan, and Lyle Collins, the three guys who have a lot of experience um, for that. Andrew Farron, who played on the Bandits last year, um, grew every single day. Um, didn't play much in the summer, but I know that he's got a lot of place to grow, and I think he's going to grow into that to that role. Um, he can he played in summer. Uh, he played uh, defense as well um, as center, I think, in for the Bandits. Uh, Blake Upmeyer coming in from the intermediate to novice. Um, another guy. I mean, with him and Lisa Schumacher and Ann Becker, Nick Honest and Jason Shuttleway. I mean, this team is loaded defensively. Um, and then we're going to round it out with Dale Johansson. Johansson. Um, who, again, is another guy who has been playing for a, a little bit. Um, it grows with the game. Great guy in the locker room, probably one of the funnier guys, uh, an amazing guy. But the voodoo, I mean, Scott Crowther, I mean, as much as I give him crap, Scott Crowther being new to the to the game, he actually has a really good glove. Um, the only knock that I have on Scott, and I'm going to say it to him so he knows, is his endurance. So he sees a lot of pucks. He's going to get withered down, and it's probably going to get scored more. Yep. But I think Nick maybe knew that, 
uh, because he Scott has a really big and really good defensive core. I don't know that Scott's going to see that many shots. Yep, with this defense in front of him, that's definitely going to work in his favor. If he's if he's a quick goalie, I get winded easily. So when I have a good defense in front of me, it definitely definitely saves me. So if if he's in the same boat and he's got a good you know good crew of D in front of him, he's going to be in good shape. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, Scott Crowther being a new goalie, I mean, we can knock him as much as he wants, but he's going to grow into that. He's he's passionate about being a goalie. He's talked about it for a long time. So now being a consistent goalie for a team, I think he's going to uh, grow and be even better. Obviously, he's going to be even better at the end. Um, so I think this team goes as – so the two things of this team, they're going to be great defensively. They're going to go as far as Scott can take them and as far as their offense. And what I mean by that is they don't have a huge pure goal scorer. They have a lot of team team yep. team players and huge good defense. So they're defensively sound. These t- this team's not going to lose 6 nothing. Um, they're going to have low scoring and close games, and I think that's what Nick wanted. Um, so if they can get goals by Shadaway and Hannes from the back end, if they can get Justin Rogers again to grow into that thing, um, get a couple from Matt Burns, um, and then Scott growing into that net and giving them just a shot, I think the Voodoo are going to do well. And I saw them for a little bit of practice today, um, and they looked pretty good. Yeah, this team definitely, it looks to me like, like you said, they they look solid on the back end, and they've got plenty of people who can get the puck to the net. If they can get that puck in the net, they're going to win a ton of games. If they can't, it's going to be low-scoring games. Yeah. So it, it comes down to if they've got the goal scorers. Um, yeah, Lisa Schumacher, I played with her for years in the Wednesday C. She's, I think she's got definite potential to be one of those goal scorers. Um, Jason Shedaway, he was a force on the Knights last season. Again, another big dude that he can he can plow through lines and get the puck to the net. Um, got pretty decent at putting it in the back of the net. And same with Ann Becker. She can put the puck in the net, I think. And, yeah, this there's definite potential. It lo- And I don't mean potential by meaning potential they could be okay. This team has potential to be really good if certain people step up and they get the people who can put the puck in the net. Yeah, absolutely, and that's uh, coached by DeMarkey, who evidently enough is a defenseman, so <laughs> probably helped with the draft strategy. So, yeah, it's a defensive-heavy team. Um, I think that's where Nick wanted to go. I think that's where DeMarkey wanted to go. And, again, I think it it could pay off again if they can get a couple goals in the back of the net. Yep, definitely. Wild Goose. Going to the Wild the Goose. last goalie pick, yep. last pick. Last in everybody's hearts. That's fine. <laughs> that stupid duck call. <laughs> that I wanted to shut out every game against them because of that stupid duck call. I will say that I shut them <laughs> out in the semifinals of the playoffs for you. That was that was a stunner, and I was thankful for that. But <laughs> I, I did not want to hear the go- the goose call, so I just decided to play yep, the best th- game. That's that's the best way to do it. But then we had to go up against you guys, and yeah, that was that. that you were the team that. Played us the hardest all season, so that was it was two hard ties. seeing you guys come in. Yeah. Two ties, yep, two ties, and that was that was tough for us to handle. Okay, so the goose this season, captained by Nate Reckman. Um, their team this season is, oh, how do I say that first name? Gislin Bedouin, Gislin, Gislin Bedouin. There we go. Uh, Cameron Bros, Jeff Fortner, Ghost, uh, Dan Fry, John Good. Chad Hepperly, Justin Crippolani, Patrick McFarland, Aaron McCombs, Nate McCombs, 
Anders Olsen, Dennis Platt, Nate Reckman, the captain, like I already said, um, Mike Steinbron, Mike Taylor, and Tommy Weaver. Um, I guess we can say, especially in the goalie position, this team has a lot of heart. Um, Dan Fry coming back had the medical issues last season, and it was good seeing him back on the ice. Very much so. So yeah, hopefully he can he can kind of <coughs> pick up where he left off and really, really you know kind of turn things around, do do really well with this team. It looks like it's just a solid group of people. So nothing, no real um, deficits here. It just seems like a solid team. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, Nate Reckman. Is a is a stand up quality guy, um, one of the nicest guys on and off the ice. Um, drafts Justin Cripolani, who played for Iowa um, club team, so he, he was one of the higher scorers and and the goose. So he's got that. Patrick McFarland, one of the standout guys for the Voodoo, um, did everything that Nick Hannes wanted him to do. He played wing. Um, he started off with center when we needed somebody to to do the dirty work in the corners, and then he moved He moved himself to wing when we got Avery Tilly and said, you know what, we need him on center. I want to move that. So Patrick McFarland somebody who can play anywhere, who knows he wants to put the team first, and again, can put the puck in the back of the net. He did really, really well with that. Um, Frenchie or Gislin, uh, but Bedoin, I'm not going to say that right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that dude has some hands. He can shoot. Um, his skating is decent. Um, if his skating gets a little bit better and more under control, that guy is going to be a force. Um, Dennis Platt, I don't know much about, but again, drafted by Nathan Reckman. I know he's did, did his homework. He was there for both that. Um, Tommy Weaver, who played in as the Moose last year, um, and a little bit on the wall, um, grows every single day time as well. Um, Dan Fry. So Dan Fry pointed out at the at the draft that you know this is the third year that he draft got drafted last, and and that's not a knock on Dan. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit surprising with, with Scott being um, the newer goalie to there. Um, but one of the things I think with Dan is the knock on Dan is, you know, the health issues last year and, and all that. You know, do we want somebody who we can guarantee in the net? And that's not a thing against Dan. But a lot of people don't know. Dan moved to full right. Yep. And his last and best games were when he moved to full right. And going from regular goalie to full right, that's a completely different atmosphere. Um, so Dan's probably going to have his best season. I was going to say something about that too. I know that he tried full right and he really liked it. So it'll be interesting to see what he does once he gets a couple games under his belt this season and yeah. Yeah. Just see what he can do. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I expect this to be one of Dan's best, best seasons. And again, you know, he was not happy that he was, he was the last pick, uh, for the goalies in the novice round. So going full right, having that motivation, I think, I think Dan's going to come out and say, you know what? You picked me last. Guess what? Yep. I'm not going to be the last goalie, and I, I look to him to be a top top goalie in the yep. league. An angry Dan is a dangerous Dan. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, if he's angry and he wants to prove himself, it's it's going to be bad news for people shooting on him. Yeah, and I know he uh, he practiced today with intermediate. Um, so I know he wants that work, and, and working with intermediates going to only increase him better. So Dan wants to be in the net. Dan wants to do better. And I, I like I said, I look I – look to Dan to have a breakout season. Definitely. Um, Chad Hepperly, uh, a big body, can shoot from coming from experience. <laughs> that dude has a heavy shot. Um, he's going to put the puck, the puck in the back of the net for the goose. Uh, Nate McCombs, uh, stand-up guy, did a lot for the voodoo. Um, really good winger. Um, knows the game very well. Um, can pass the puck. And, and if you can get Kripalani and Gislin and 
uh, Hepperly in the right spot. McCombs is going to get you the puck. Uh, and then Aaron McCombs, I don't know, is this brother? I think brother. But Kay. yeah, he's he's new to the game. I believe. Yep. I think he just picked it up not too long ago. Yep. So good having the brothers. I mean, there's nothing like playing hockey with your brother and, and having him on the team. So it's even better. So um, if if Aaron's anything like Nate, then they're going to have a great great player, solid player, and somebody who can pass the puck. Yeah, probably discussing hockey over Thanksgiving dinner, even. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and there's no fights. You're on the same team. Exactly. There's that. So John Good, who is a good defenseman for the Wild Goose last year, brings uh, comes back. Um, for that, Cameron Bros, who was on the moose, um, if Cameron Bros can get his feet moving just as fast as his hands and his thoughts, he's going to be <laughs> dangerous. Um, Cameron has a really good shot, has has the knowledge of the game. Um, his his feet just move faster than his, his mind and his hands, um, which is 90% a novice, to be honest with you, and 90% yep. of everybody. Um, but if he can get that to slow down, he's going to be really well. That's what it's fun to watch, though, is seeing those players who can kind of harness that that energy and really once they figure it out, and then they they really do, they just explode. They go from somebody who is just another player on the ice to a key player on that team, and yeah. it's fun to see that happen. Absolutely. And then Mike Taylor, again, for the voodoo, um, played forward, played defense. He'll play anywhere that you can put him. Um, he just likes to be on the ice and can contribute there. Mike Steinbron, who got injured last year for the Goldfish, um, a really solid pickup um, for the Goose. Um, Anders Olsen, who's trying defense for the first time in Wall, so look to him to potentially pay defense sometimes for the Wild Goose. Um, but he's somebody who's growing ever so, ever so slightly every time, learns on the game. He came off the bench in the Wall and was like, what do I need to do next? Um, he's always looking for the next thing to learn. Um, always out on the ice, so look for that. And then Ghost. Can't go wrong with Ghost. Um, that guy will put the puck in the back of the neck somehow. I don't understand it. Um, he's just always there. He just, he finds his way through people, and he's he's w- always ready for that puck. So yeah. if the puck's on his stick, he's ready for it. Yeah, and that's I think that's the thing about Ghost is the fact that um, he gets to pucks, and he'll, he'll shoot a puck from an impossible – like I don't even know how you touch that puck, let alone got enough steam on it to get to the net and, and get past. So um, – what do you think about this novice division? Like you said, it looks extremely well balanced on paper. Um, there's definite teams that have certain players with potential to break out. I don't know that, as coming from an a season where we never got a loss, I'm mm-hmm. phrasing that carefully. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't as much as I want to believe it will. I that's not going to be the case this season. I don't think there's going to be a team that dominates. There's not going to be a team that gets dominated the entire season. So it's it's going to ebb and flow. It looks it looks like it's going to be a tough, tough league, and that's what's going to make it fun because when you go into a game, you don't know which team's going to win. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. This will be my second season in the league, so being able to play against the people that I grew so close with last season is going to be a lot of fun. It's fun playing with your friends, and it's even more fun to play against them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this just looks like a tough, tough league or a tough, tough division, and I think it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, th- it's funny to watch or to see this now, and you know, I've I listened to the draft um, as well, but this is the first time like I'm actually looking at it and and deep diving into it. Yep. And it and it's funny. The Knights drafted people they didn't know, but had homework. Um, the Bandits 
Tommy drafted a bunch of veterans that came down from the intermediate. Uh, Tyler, Ice Dragons, went heavy offense for the first couple rounds and then straight defense. Uh, the Vicious Squirrels, I think, are probably the most well-rounded between offense and defense um, for that. Uh, the Voodoo, again, with Nick Honest, they went big body, which is funny. Um, and then, again, Nathan Reckman. So it's just funny to see the different draft strategies that happen. Yeah. I think, I think to me, uh, the Bandits are going to be the team to beat early. Uh, I think they'll they'll be pretty well off in the first half of the season just because of those um, veteran players that came down from intermediate. Um, I think, to me, the the two teams that are to beat, and it's because I don't know the Knights very well, is, is I think the Bandits and the Ice Dragons, and I honestly think it's going to come down to goaltending. Yeah. I think at the end, I think the Bandits are going to be the better team in the beginning, um, but the Ice Dragons have a lot of players that are going to grow as well, um, including Alex McClure. And if, if Scott Stouffer coming down from intermediate to novice gets his head right, and what I mean by that is goalie is a mental game, so coming down from intermediate to novice, if he takes it and says, you know what, I want to play even better to show you guys that you were wrong, the Bandits are going to be scary. Yep. Um, and not that's not the Knights can't win. That's not the Vicious Squirrels can't win against them. Um, that's just my professional opinion, and I don't get paid to do this, so <laughs> that's how professional I am. Um, but to me, it's going to be the Manus and Ice Dragons, um, and I think it's going to come down to goaltending. Um, I, of course, want to say the Knights, but that's just complete yeah. bias here. Um, if I go by what teams, what they look like on paper, um, I definitely think that the Bandits looks like a really tough team to beat. Tommy did a really good job, like we said. Um, also, I don't know why, but the Vicious Squirrels scare me. They, yeah. I think that They're team most has around the team. Yep. I think they look like they can pull together and they can win some games. So, um, like I said, it'll be fun to go for that belt and see, see which team is left standing at the end of that battle. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Bandits and Squirrels, I think, are my, my two picks for the top teams so in the division. So. Yeah, so it's going to be the Voodoo Knights is what's going to happen <laughs> now since we both picked that. So, all right, so before we move to the Intermediate Division, let's take a look at our sponsors. So thank you so much for sponsoring, um, and we'll be back with the Intermediate. Beer League Radio is brought to you by The Keg Stand, located at 3530 Westtown Parkway in West Des Moines. With over 90 beers on tap and new tappings every single week, they have special events and parties throughout the year, a full menu of some of the best food in town with food specials all day, Monday through Friday. They are open until 2 a.m. seven days a week and is one of our absolute favorite places to hang out with friends and catch any number of any big games on over 15 big screen TVs. The Cake Stand is the official sponsor of the CIDL and Beer League Radio. Head up to the Cake Stand. Tell them we sent you. Beer League Radio is also brought to you by Red Dragon Herbs. Red Dragon Herbs specializes in loose leaf tea at its finest from around the world. Their custom tea blends smell and taste absolutely delicious. Red Dragon Herbs can be found at various farmers markets around town and at reddragonherbs.net. Reach out to Red Dragon Herbs for all of your loose leaf tea needs. Beer League Radio is brought to you by AVS, anything audio, video, security. One of the nation's largest direct TV dealers and AT&T wireless dealers. They offer full CenturyLink internet for any residential or commercial space. 
Our company, MyVIPMove, offers home security, Mediacom Internet, and TV as well. Custom home theater applications are available. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119. All right. Thank you so much, AVS, Red Dragon Herbs, and Keg Stand. All right. So moving into the intermediate division, um, going with the Hooligans, who had, the, again, we're a goalie story. It's the first goalie pick. Um, <laughs> captain by Nick Peterson. Um, his first pick is the commissioner, and I think, I mean, that's because he's the commissioner. It's not because he's any good, but that's Tim Young. Um, Nick Peterson, Todd Torgerson, um, coming up from the – uh, goldfish from the the novice division, a a graduate of the novice division is what we're <laughs> going to call that. Uh, Phil Pashka, another graduate, uh, last or two years ago. Um, again, Nick Peterson played with him on the on the Benders, knows that very well. John Axney, stand up guy. Uh, Simon Fortney, again another guy moving, graduating from the novice division, and then the very first goalie pick, none other than the two time champion, two time best goalie in the league, Aaron Enderlead. Um Yeah, that was. Not a no-brainer there uh, for that. And then Sarah Saunders, who I want to say is one of the people that I saw in the in the um, combine who caught my eye. Um, if it's who I think it is, she's going to be really good for this team. Um, Travis White, I think, is coming up. He's a graduate. From yep, the Knights. He was yep. a Knight. Um, another big body. Uh, Trey Wade, Matt Ring. Um there's nothing I want to say about Matt Ring. He's just a he's an okay guy, I guess. Uh, Reed Jensen, Jake Adams, who was captaining the Vish or the Vicious School, excuse me, Ice Dragons. Coaching, coaching, captaining, coaching. Same thing. I mean, <laughs> Tyler's not going to do anything. Uh, Darren Ducks, Jeremy Sandy, and Mike Strowinski. Uh, I think also graduated. Mike Strowinski. Um, so Nick Pit- Nick Peterson had a a decent good draft. Um, the top goal scorer in the league of Tim Young can't go wrong there with the with the first pick of uh, the number one, and again Aaron Enderlead. Um, this team is balanced. I mean, if I look at it, Tim Young, Todd Torgensen, um, I think Sarah's a good forward, um, but then you have Matt Ring, Reed Jensen, Jake Adams, um, Pil- Phil Paschka, all great defensemen. Yep. So this is a really balanced team. Yeah, it's and there's a lot of kind of moldable talent coming up, especially mm-hmm. you know moving up from novice league. Um, just guys that can, you know, they're they're definitely getting better. They're improving their game, and you know, if you want to get better, you play with people who are better than you. And mm-hmm. you know, as these guys move up, I think it's really going to help them, and we'll see them grow, and hopefully they keep growing. And yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it definitely is going to be fun. I think Aaron Enderley is going to have them in every single game, so yep. it's not going to matter um, if they score or not. It, they're going to be in every game because of that. Um, but I think they're not going to have problems scoring with Tim Young there. Nick right. Peterson again. Um, if Tim learns to pass, I think Nick Peterson's going to be <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I look to this team to have a really good, solid season. I don't see them not being in any game. Yep. Yeah, um, people that kind of stand out to me, Travis White, you know, being a knight, again, I'm a bit biased, but he was, he's a big dude, and it is surprising how fast he can move on the ice. 
he, you know, he just comes shooting up the wing. He cuts in and he puts the puck in the back of the net. He was, you know, one of the top, I think he was the third highest scoring player in the league. And I mean, he just, yeah, he's kind of one of those unassuming guys that doesn't look like he can do much. And then he comes and bites you with that shot of his. Um, Sarah Saunders, I, she again stood out to me during the um, combine as well. And yeah, she's, she has played a bit of hockey. Yeah. You can definitely tell. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I could be, I could be completely honest, but I think what I was told is she was from Minnesota. I think, okay. and if that's the case, then yeah, she yep. grew up on skates. Somewhere so. that, yeah, somewhere where she grew up on skates. So, so definitely no. looks the part, and yeah, she's going to be dangerous. There's a lot of potential dangerous players on this team. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll move on, and since you're the champion, I'll let you introduce the champions of back-to-back seasons of the Wolverines. Wolverines, here we go. Um, Captain by John Garby. Um, their team... Um, Tom Anderson, Bobby Bonnet, Mariano Cassetta, Eric Chabak, Michael Cunningham, Andrew Curiel, Ted Davis, Jeremy Ernst, Chris Hunt, Jake Kello, David Colpin, Carl Kreisa, Ryan Llewellyn, Fred Woodward, and Dylan Young. Um, this team looks to have some speed is what's jumping out to me, at least the players that I know. Um, Tom Anderson, he's I played with him years ago, and he's always been a fast player. I think he came in, was it on the Voodoo last season? He was on the Voodoo. Mid-season, and um, not going to lie, I was really happy when he wasn't there for the championship game because I think it would have been a different story had he been there. Um, good friend of mine. I enjoy talking to him off the ice, on the ice. You know, I don't like to see him at all. Yeah. Um, Carl Kreisa, he had – he. Another night, he had the hardest shot at the All-Star game, novice or intermediate division. Yeah. So he can he can put the wood on the puck. Um, fun fact, didn't know if you knew this or anybody. So I broke my finger last year playing against the Knights in about 14 minutes left of the second period. So I played with a broken finger for a whole period and a half. But that was from a shot from Carl Kreis. <laughs> so I did not know that, and my respect for you just went up even more that you played with a broken finger for part yeah. of a game. But so I went to go stick save it, and of course I didn't save it because I'm that bad. Um, but it hit the tip of my finger on my blocker side, and it broke it in a V. So I had two breaks in the tip of my finger. Oh, my goodness. And that is from Carl Kreis's shot. So you yep. saying he has a shot, I can <laughs> I can vouch for that. Preaching to the choir. Um, so, yeah, that that – that guy has a shot. Yeah, he was a roller guy. He couldn't really skate well last season because he was used to wheels instead of knives. Mm-hmm. And once he learned how to stop and skate, and he still had that swoopy roller roller um, style of skating, but, man, he, he turned into a heck of a player, and he can definitely put the puck in the back of the net. Yeah, absolutely. And John Garby didn't stray too far from the Ryan Llewellyn um, championship DNA, um, keeping Ted Davis, Dylan Young, um, obviously, Ryan Llewellyn, uh, Fred Woodward, Mike Cunningham, Andrew Curiel all came from last year's uh, championship team. So um, no surprise there when you have a championship team, you try to get the, the team back together, um, i.e. the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, so we'll see how that works. Uh, but, yeah, Garby, one of the better players in the league anyway. Um, Carl Christ is the hardest shot. And, again, he's got he's got a lot of room to grow. 
and he's grown a lot. Yep. So that Carl Kreisa tomorrow is not going to be the Carl Kreisa in 20 weeks. So look to him to have a big thing. Ted Davis is never wrong. Um, that guy can put the puck in the back of the net um, anytime he wants as long as he is mentally focused is what I'll say. Um, sometimes he he will lose focus within the game just because he's worried about getting a hit because there it's it's D-League and people run into each yep. other on accident and, and that could be bad. Dylan Young, a great player on and off the ice as well as an assist guy. Um, Jake Kello, I think Jake Kello is one of the better goalies in the league anyway. Um, I think the only knock on him is just he's smaller, um, so he can't cover as much of the net, but one of the most athletic goalies that we have. Um, and I think, I mean, to me, he's one of the better goalies as well. I'd not... He's just as good as Aaron Enderley. Uh Ryan Llewellyn, again, one of the staples in the back of that Wolverines defensive championship team. Uh, I will say it was fun being in the draft room and hearing the groans from pretty much everyone <laughs> when he, I think it was first pick was Ryan Llewellyn. And it was his first number one pick, yeah. And, yeah, just the groans that Llewellyn <laughs> was coming back to the Wolverines. And you kind of knew it was coming, but... Everybody still had to give uh, John a hard time for, for picking Llewellyn on that team. Oh, yeah. And then you got Eric Chabak, who was the the captain of the Stampede last year. So you have another captain. You have three captains, effectively, on that team um, with Chabak, Garby, and Ryan Llewellyn. So you have a lot of leadership on that team. Fred Woodward, again, um, great guy. Um, heck of a defenseman as well. So there's that. Jeremy Ernst, who was on the voodoo, and he was th- literally the guy on the voodoo. Um, he back checks harder than anybody in the league, and that's intermediate or novice, I will tell you that. Super fast. Um, again, his his feet move a little bit faster than his, his brain and his hands, um, but that's growing, and that's going to be even better um, going on, so look to him to even be better. Um, again, you play better talent, you're going to get better. So again, Jeremy Ernst is somebody like Kyle Chrysler who's going to get better. Uh, Michael Cunningham, again, bringing it up in the intermediate. Um, grew a lot last year. Um, and it continues to grow and is going to be somebody who I believe he had a goal in the championship game. So, I mean, that's that's huge to have that back. Tom Anderson, again, for the voodoo. That guy, um, like you said, can skate. Um, again, probably the second best back checker in the league with that having yep. him on my voodoo team. Um, another guy who can play defense, offense, wherever you need him. He'll walk in and say, where do you want me to play? And he'll play um, for that. And then David Copeland um, is another guy who – is it is somebody who can produce for that team as well? Um, this team, just like the Hooligans, I think, it is is a well-rounded team. So, like the Voodoo, or not the Voodoo, the the novice division. There's some top-heavy, bottom-heavy rosters, and like you know, defensive-heavy roster. This is this is a balanced team. Yep, definitely. So you have Carl Kreisa, Ted Davis, Dylan Young, um, Andrew Currier, who all can put the buck in the back of the net with John Garby, and then you have Fred Woodward, Ryan Llewellyn. Um, Tom Anderson, and um, the last person I did not say, and I want to say, is 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 Manu Cassetta. Um, he took he was overseas um, the last few years, so he's making his debut for the CIDL uh, before it was the old D League. Um, great guy, funny guy, um, one of the better defensemen in the league when he left. Um, so we'll see how well that goes coming from that. Um, but super exciting to have Manu back in the league. Yeah, this team definitely looks like it has a very solid defensive core, a very solid offensive core, and then a solid group of people that can play either end of the ice. So it's 
you know, when you have somebody out, you know, midseason that, you know, lose one of your top defensemen, they have those mid those middle pack players that can not middle of the pack, but just those mid level players that can play either end. Mm-hmm. Um that can sub in and just do what you need to do. So this this looks like a solid all around team that can definitely roll with the punches when they have players out and just putting people wherever they need to be. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to the Grays, who had the third pick for the goalies, um, captain by Steve Delute. It's a new team in the league um, for the Grays. It is – what is – what's the Grays about? There's a story behind this. Do we know? Oh, I heard it, but I can't remember. I'm completely blanking on it now. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a reason why it's old people thing, I think, as Steve Delude said. <laughs> ask uh, Delude about it. Yeah, so. well, yeah. if you want to ask Delude. Um, <laughs> Steve Delude, captaining, um, takes Zach – Zachary deluded probably goes by Zach. I'm not sure who that is to him. Do you know? Oh, I don't. You know, relative I, to him, yeah. obviously. So that's again <laughs> kind of like the McCombs having a relative wherever that is um, on the team is very, very beneficial. Greg Miller um, on the team is is going to be a big help. Johnny Bradford coming back. Um, he probably was the best player in the entire league three years ago when he was here. Um, I don't know that he skated much since then. He might have. Um, if he has, that dude will find the back of the net every game multiple times. That John Bradford is just that good. Um, Dan Frederick, a good defenseman. Al here, another great defenseman. Um, Kevin Conway, another great defenseman. Um, Hannah Haas, who's a sneaky kind of person who will put the back puck in the back of the net. She's small but mighty. Um, Chris White, who is a good defenseman, Dave Schwenker defenseman. Uh, Steve Dilly likes defense. Uh, James Chung, who plays in like every league in the entire state. Um, Todd Henderson, who played for the Goose last year. He's a graduate of the Novice Division. Um, he can play defense or offense, so that's a good good pickup from them. Gentry Collins, Tammy Pfeiffer, who's a defense, and Todd Herring. This place. This team has to have somebody play offense, right? <laughs> uh, it's going to be Johnny Rafford and then 12 defensemen is what's going to happen. Um, and then last, Alex Wankham. And it, this guy will hands I, – I'm, I'm going to say this. He will be the best goalie in the entire league. Yep. I noticed that during evaluations. He, he looked sharp. was ridiculously good. Yep. Um, he's from Sioux City is what I'm being told. He played high school in Sioux City. I, so I went, and he was the only goal I did not know. And, you know, coming in from me, I was like, you know, am I going to be novice or intermediate? I'm on the bubble kind of thing. It kind of It's going to depend on this Alex guy. And I went and watched him, and I went, yeah, he's the best goalie in the entire league. <laughs> Ten minutes into the combine. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure why Steve DeLuma went all defense having that guy as a goalie. Um, but the Grays, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a whim and say the Grays are going to have the most shutouts because of the defense and Alex. Yep. I don't think that's a stretch. <coughs> yeah, at all. This is this looks like a very strong defensive team. And the good thing is, you know, when you have faith in your goalie, that defense can play up a little bit. So if you've yep. got D guys who have a shot but they've been busy in the past playing, you know, tight defense, now, you know, it frees them up a little bit. They have faith in their goalie that a goalie can stop so they can take more chances and they can have those players come up and take shots. Yeah. Um I know Kevin Conway. He's got a really good shot. He's he knows the game really yep, well. Yep, and he's just a fun guy. So I I played up one game last season, and he was 
super nice guy, super welcoming, and then he impressed the heck out of me while he was on the ice. Um, Hannah Haas, I always like watching the people that are a lot smaller than other people on the ice because they sneak through the holes. Um, you know, when when you're shorter, it looks like you can't skate as fast, and then it's so deceptive because they can move so well. And Hannah's a player that, you know, I saw during the combine, and she was really good on her edges. She can, I think she'll be able to thread the needle a lot of places and, you know, surprise people coming out with the puck and then putting it on net. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Grays, I think they're going to win games 2 nothing, one nothing, 2-1. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I don't want to say it's going to be boring hockey um, because everybody likes to see a lot of scoring. Um, so it's considered boring hockey with the low scoring games, but it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a low battle. Um, For people who know hockey, this is going to be very entertaining yes. because it'll be fun watching the defense play their game and just yeah. seeing what they do to get the puck in the offensive zone. Absolutely. So we'll move on to the Des Moines Whalers with Cherry, Mar- Charlie, Cherry, we're going to call him Cherry, Charlie Marriott captain. And I'll let you go ahead and introduce the rest of that team. Okay, the Des Moines Whalers, um, like you said, captained by Charlie <coughs> Marriott. Um, their team amounts to Josh Brott, um, the return of Dave Brown in the net forum, Zach Christensen, Cameron Klaus, Eric Dagenier. Dagenier. I knew I was going to mess fine. it up. We butcher all the time. I, cool. Okay, I'm, I'm new here. So, uh, Ryan Gerhardy, Grant Kim, Charlie Marriott, Quinn Merrill, Jack Miller, Caitlin Mount, JT Nutt, Sean Roskley, Scott Sandberg, Scott Van Dort, and Matt Whips. Um, this team, they've got the two Australians coming in for them. I know that um, Ryan Gerhardy, who's a graduate of Novice, mm-hmm. he's very excited to play with Scott Van Dort. Um, just... Uh, Maybe they have some language. Apparently, they're dangerous because everything in Australia is dangerous. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun to see them playing together. Um, Jack Miller, he's moving up, and I think that he'll be he'll be fun to watch. He was a great guy last season, and it'll be fun to just see how how high he can climb this ladder. Um, Josh Brott, solid guy, I played with years ago. He's just a fantastic guy. Not very, doesn't say a lot of words, but when he does, it's usually, yay, I scored a goal or something like that. He's, he's a fun guy. Um, Dave Brown, he wasn't around last season, but it's good to see him back. He's probably one of the most friendly people out there. So I'm excited to see him and see what he can do in the net. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Charlie Marriott was one of the higher scorers in the league. Um, and... Yeah, it's good to see Dave Brown back. I know he had some issues medically that that caused him not to not to play and, and things like that. So it's good to see him back on the on the in between the pipes. And I think um, he's gonna. I don't want to say this because I haven't seen him, but he might struggle early on because he hasn't played. It's always um, tough coming back after being off for a while. Yeah, but if he gets back to where anywhere close to where he was, the Whalers are going to be all right with that because yep. he's he's one of the better defense or better goalies in this league. Um, Scott Van Dort again, a guy who normally plays defense but played forward last year for the Jesters. Um, again, can play anywhere. Matt Whips can play anywhere. Um, I know Charlie is really excited to have Caitlin Mount. Um, I watched her with him in the combine. Um, she might be the best player in the league. 
She's hands yeah. down. I'm not even not even going to think about it. Um, I know who she is because Charlie's really excited that he got who he wanted um, because we watched that combine together, and she dominated. I will say it's really neat. Being on the steering committee, we were watching as the registrations come in, and when we saw the amount of women coming into the league, we were pretty excited. And then we saw the skill level of some of them. And it's it's really cool to see the people, or, you know, these these women playing it, you know, not just struggling to get their skates on the right feet. I mean, just mm-hmm. these these are women that know how to play hockey, and they're showing it. So it's it's really cool to see that, and she's definitely one of them that's going to be a dangerous, dangerous skater yeah. and intermediate. Yeah, I'm she's, I'm going to say she's the best player in this league, um, <laughs> and that's hands down. Uh, Ryan Gearhardy, again, a graduate of the Knights and the, and the Novice Division, um, a really skilled guy. Um, the only knock on Ryan Gearhardy, and a funny story about him, because I know he's going to be listening, and it's just funny to talk about him. I coached him the very first time he got into ice hockey, which is the summer league. Um, for the Blades of Steel. Um, put him on defense. I had no idea who anybody was. I was just like, hey, you're going to play defense. Found out he's a really good skater. I'm like, so you're playing defense because you're the better skater, and that's where we want defense. He came up to me and went, I want to score goals. Can I play forward? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, I want to score goals. And I'm like, well, I need you on defense. And I... Then I gave him the green light. I'm like, just go score when you want. And he did. And he was like, I like this. And I was like, good job, Ryan. Um, but he played a lot of forward with the Knights. I mean, you guys had huge bodies, so he got to be able to play forward. And, and he sh- flourished in that center spot um, with a lot of goals. Josh brought again, like you said, a, a great player. Zach Christensen, um, a quality player, a good player. Um, doesn't say much, I don't – but, again, what he says on the ice um, – is, is with what how he skills. Eric Desjardins, who captains the wall uh, the wall league, um, great guy, can play forward or defense. Um, Sean Roskilly, the hardest shot in the entire league. Um, I know that he didn't make the All Star game, so but he can give Kyle Kreiss a, a a run for his money, and he has that. Um, Jack Miller again, a graduate of the Novice Division, making that jump. I think last year was his first year, so seeing the second year. Um, of his hockey career being in the intermediates, really nice. And then JT Nutt, JT Nutt for some reason. Comparable JT nut to ghost. Don't know how they do it, but they put the puck in the puck in the back of the net, and they are always on a breakaway, or they're always ahead of the pack. But then you're like, they must not be playing defense. But you look, and they're playing defense. So I don't know how he does it, but um, having JT nut is going to help. I know Charlie knows him really well with that being the gestures. Um, this team, again, I think a lot of the intermediate teams went with balance because Charlie has a lot of offense with Caitlin himself, um, and and Ryan Gearhardy, but then he's got Scott Van Dort, who's a two-way player. He can play wherever. Eric Dejanet, he can play wherever. Sean Roskilly, who plays defense, who likes to play offense as well. Um, Josh Brott, who plays defense. Matt Whips, who plays defense. So he's got he's got a lot of players that can score. He's got a lot of players that can play wherever they need him to play. Yep. Yeah, JT Nutt, I haven't played against him much, <coughs> but I did play against him yesterday in our first wall game. And he struck me as somebody who's an absolute workhorse. Yeah. So he's not doesn't have the hardest shot, not the fastest skater, but he gets the puck and he moves the puck really well. He'll go into corners and he'll come out with it. So yeah, he's somebody who I think you can slot in anywhere and if not, he'll just he'll find his way to the puck and make things happen. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think the Whalers are gonna be in every game as well. I don't I 
they could win a game two to one. They could win a game six to five. So yep. um, they can they can win any way that you need them to it win. It definitely seems like it has the potential to be an explosive team where they can run up those goals. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to the Benders, captained by Tanner Robinson. Um, he gets Paul Knight, Avery Tilly, Kyle Kirshner, Aaron Harris, Adam Lowell, Rich Penico, Zach Bello, Joe Brat, Kent Forbes, Ross Kumor, Kerno. Kerno. Travis Eckhart, Neil Connolly, Zach Brichetto, Carolyn Ortiz, and Shane, Sean Vodanik. Oh, my goodness, keep up with this team. Um, <laughs> Tanner Robinson, Paul Knight, Avery Tilly, Kyle Kirshner, and I know I'm going back it again, but his first five picks are probably the top ten fastest skaters in the league. Yep, this is going to be a tough one to keep up with. The defense is going to have to play deep, and it's going to make, any team playing against them, it's it's kind of the opposite, where when you have a good defense, you can rely on your goalie and the mm-hmm. defense can play up. This team, the defenses they play against will have to play deep, and so they won't be able to get, they'll, you know. Yeah. It'll be just one or odd man rushes that can get past them maybe, but this is going to keep teams deep in their zone, and they're going to be able to, they're going to spend a lot of time in the attacking zone, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. I think Tanner Robinson um, might be one of the best players in this league, if not the best um, I have said that about Caitlin, but last year, Tanner Robinson, also great guy, great captain, wants to have fun, wants to have a beer in the locker room or in the lounge um, afterwards. Um, Paul Knight, again, a lot of hockey knowledge, coaching, um, was one of the better skaters last year for the Vicious Squirrels. And just a fun guy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Avery Tilly, who is a graduate from the, uh, the Voodoo Novice team, um, another guy. And he'll admit it. It's his first thing. His feet are way too fast for his hands and his and his brain. Did he come in midseason? He was did. he a midseason guy? And yeah, I heard he was a a former speed skater or something. Yep, roller speed skater. And yep, and it definitely shows as soon as he hits the ice. He is unbelievably fast. Yeah, absolutely. And again, once he either his hands catch up to his feet or he slows down his feet just a little bit for his hands, he's gonna be dangerous. He also knows that he doesn't have the greatest shot, but he actually has a decent shot. Again, he just moves so fast that he yep. can't get that set. Um, he is the son of Kevin Tilly, who is in the novice division, so he might have a little bit of a, uh, smack talk there. But I will say that in the Omaha tournament, Avery and Kevin did both play, and Kevin was the only one to score of the Tilly family. So Kevin has that. So if you want to <laughs> argue at the Thanksgiving table, uh, Kevin, you have that. Uh, Kyle Kirshner, I got to sub in for the Iowans last year, and that man – is fast. His edges are quick. He played defense for them, and he can go coast to coast within five seconds um, if you give him a lane. Th- that pick is probably the steal of the draft for me as a second one pick, is I guess you would call it. Um, he's he's fantastic. Um, Aaron Harris. I think Aaron Harris is going to go to another level this year. He played for the Benders last year. He played goalie last year and skating, so I think that hindered him a little bit. Um, but now he, I talked to him today, and he's super excited to only pack one bag. Um, <laughs> and when you only have to concentrate and only have to play one game, you don't have to save it, I guess. Yep, so you can like, put it all on the ice. Yeah, and so yeah. if you're, you're down two, you might not play as hard because you know you have to play a goalie. Or you've yep. played goalie, so now you don't have as much. I think Aaron Harris is going to have a breakout season as well, um, having that. Adam Lowell. Super knowledgeable. That dude knows yep, everything. Yep, he's been around many leagues around Des Moines. So I played with him. He's another um, guy I'm familiar with on Wednesday C who 
he's just been around the league for years, and he just loves hockey. Yep, and a steal from the Wolverines uh, for that. Uh, Zach Bellow. So Zach Bellow is new to the league, new to Des Moines. He's coming from Cincinnati or Indianapolis, one of those two. Um, that dude's fast. Yep, I think I remember him. I remember the guy from Cincinnati. I didn't remember the name, but when you said Cincinnati or wherever yeah. he came from, I remember him. Before I remember seeing him before the the combine, and then you know just quick mental note of his number, and then seeing him on the ice, and yeah, speed. Yeah, he uh, he's on my wall league team that we played Saturday, and I, I was pleasantly that dude can skate, um, and he's got a shot. He's got hands. He's probably a top five player in this league, and he yeah. got he was the third one pick. Um, so again, Tanner Robinson with the steals. Um, Zach Bella was going to be a top five goal scorer probably for that. Yep. Uh, Joe Brat probably one of the better defensemen, stay at home defenseman. A uh, great pickup there for a, a great defense. Uh, Travis Eckhart. So Travis Eckhart used to play in roller as well. Um, a graduate of the Goose in the intermediate or novice division, making intermediate, but he's no person who's he played D plus um he's played in a higher level so um he's got a great shot he's knowledgeable he can see the ice um if you get him the puck in the right spot he's going to put the buck in the back of the net he can also make himself work for himself as well as he's probably one of the most unselfish players in the league uh with passing neil Connolly, stand-up guy again um and then i mean <laughs> zach bracchetto that dude can skate yep he's fast definitely um so tanner went I'm fast. I need people to keep up with me. Here's my team. Yep. It was ultimately what he did. It was fun. I played with Tanner yesterday. He's on our wall league team and seeing him and Avery just sweep up the wings, go right up the center. They can move wherever they want to go because they're the fastest or among the fastest guys on the ice. And, you know, they can carry the puck. They've got their edges. And yeah, like you said, this team can just flat out skate. They're going to keep defenses deep and they're going to spend a lot of time in the offensive zone. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last one is Carolyn, Carolyn Ortiz. She played in my summer league, not my summer league, but on my summer league team um, this year. And I only got to see her for two games. But between those two games, she grew so f- much. She used to play high school hockey, I believe, is, is her story. Um, and I told, I was talking to Charlie a little bit. I went, if she's in an intermediate, you need to take her. Because she's going to grow. She's going to get better. Um, she knows the game. She wants to get better. Um, so Carolyn's going to have a really good season for the Benders. Um, this team scares me. <laughs> a lot. Um, a lot, a lot. Um, and then you have Penico and Net, who was on the Jesters the last two years, I believe. So he's made the championship. So, I mean, Penico is no slouch when it comes to making the championship as a goalie. Um, so the only knock on... The, the good thing about Rich and the knock on the Rich, and I think it's a lot of goalies, but when Rich is on, you're not going to score. Yep. But when Rich is off, the floodgates are open, unfortunately. Yep. Um, so if Rich can limit the amount of times that he is off and or out of his own head, um, after you get, you know, if you get that first goal really quickly, um, they could go down really, really quickly. But if Rich can stop that, he's going to be an amazing player for the Benders. Yep. Whenever the puck goes in the net, it always stings a little bit. And it all depends on how quickly you can you can kind of shake that off. Um, Rich is a guy, like you said, who, you know, when he's on, you're not going to get the puck past him. But if one or two slip in, 
you know, it, it can start to go downhill fast. I don't know if this is going to happen with this team. Um, Joe Brat's going to be a solid D guy. I'm not sure about, just because I don't know uh, several of these players, um, what the rest of their defense looks like. But like I said, if, if the puck's in the other end, your defense doesn't matter as much. So the best defense <coughs> is a good offense, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And even if even if Penico has one of those days, they have the offensive firepower to get them out of that. Definitely. So, I mean, even if if he does, they still have that chance. It's not, you know, we, we'll go back to the Grays. It's not like the Grays were... I don't think they have the offensive firepower to to make up for a bad outing for a goalie. Um, I don't think they'll have a bad outing because of again, right. Alex, but and how defensive they are. But yeah, Tanner Robinson's team is built on speed, speed alone, yeah. um, and it's going to be scary. I think, assuming that there are going to be some players who gets get past this <coughs> speed, and if their defense isn't as tight, and there are going to be a few goals that goes in, I think that whatever you know, if there's two high-scoring teams that go together, Benders and whoever they're playing, are going to be some of the highest combined scores in oh, the absolutely. league this season. Just because if they're going to let in some goals and then they're just going to fire right back and it's going to be an arms race just to see who can get the most pucks in the back of the net. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Rich. I think it's just that's going to be the nature of this team, I think, is it's going to be a lot of four and a lot of against goals mm-hmm. just because they're so front-heavy on the aggressive side. Yeah, absolutely. And the last team to round out the intermediate and the entire draft um, with the last goalie pick was Ian Mathers and the Scorpions. Uh, new team, new goal or new captain. New goalie, Ian. too. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> so Ian Mathers is captain of the Scorpions. has Chris Lightfoot, Ryan Greening, Justin Moore, Alan Patton, Tom Stovey, Craig Fraken and goal, Jake Lee, Luke Vance, Steve DeMarkey, Tim Nevins, Kyle Gray, Nick Ballard, Jeremy Swanson, James O'Reilly, and Mike Stambrough. So, Ian Mathers, Justin Moore, Jake Lee. Three of the top four goal scorers last year <laughs> are on this team. Ian Mathers, knowing coming into the draft that he's going to have the last goalie pick. Wh- whoever that may be, he doesn't. Un- unfortunately, he does not get to pick his goalie. It's just the last one which hopefully changes next season, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but he went, I'm going to score goals is what's going to happen. So I think Tanner Robinson went, I'm going to get people who are fast because they can score. Ian went, I want the top goal scorers. So he went and got Justin Moore. He went and got Jake Lee, um, Chris Lightfoot, who can play anywhere, Ryan Greening, who is not the fastest skater, but he's so sneaky in the fact that he can put the puck where he wants to to help other players score, and he's where he needs to be to score as well. Um, Alan Patton, we had practice today, and there are three players on this team that I do not want to take pucks from, so I'm excited they're on my team, but during practice it sucked. And Alan Patton <laughs> is one. That man has a shot, just like his brother Lee. Um, they both can shoot, and Alan Patton can really shoot. Tom Stovey, who's a great defenseman, um, can play forward as well. Jake Lee, one of the fastest skaters in the league. Um his hands move faster, just as fast as his, his feet, so it's it's pretty scary for that. Uh, Luke Vance surprised me last year with how good he was on defense. Uh, he was a graduate of the inter- or of the novice last year and was on the Iowans. Um, I got to sub for the Iowans. He's a good defenseman, um, really really good. Steve Demarkey, another really good defenseman, has been around coaches. Um, the Voodoo coaches his son, um, a really good coach. 
The only thing I need from Steve is to not go forward as much as he does because he's a very <laughs> offensive forward. But when he plays defense, he's one of the better ones as well. Tim Nevins, who's played defense and offense. Kyle Gray, who's played offense and defense. Um, Nick Ballard, I, I'm pretty sure today was his – he was there, and he said that this is the first time he's ever played in the league. So moving into the intermediate on his first time playing um, is really good. He looked decent, and I think he's got a room to grow, and that's going to be good if he can continue to grow. Uh, for this team, because if you can get that player to grow, even better. Jeremy Swanson uh, came in midseason last year for the Vicious Squirrels, another player that can win um, the puck battles, and he's a bigger body. Um, James O'Reilly, graduate from <coughs> the Knights and the Novice. I think he played C-League a couple years ago, so this is no surprise that he moved that jump uh, for intermediate, and I think he probably could have led the Knights in scoring if he really, really tried. I don't know if he did, um, but he probably He, he was up there. He can definitely score goals. Um He's another big guy who can put the puck in the net. Um, I think he played defense in front of me a little bit, and he can stop the puck as well as he can shoot it. So he's he's a good pickup for that team coming up from Novice. Um, I think he'll have a good season. Yeah, and the last uh, player that I'll uh, that we'll talk about for this for for me is Mike Steinbrow. Um, you can't go wrong with the game-winning goal scorer on the championship game <laughs> with one second left. Um, so. That's a great pickup to have that. Um, I made the jump from novice to intermediate. I mean, I didn't have a choice. Kind of is the thing. Yep. I'm pretty sure that the evaluators got me mixed up with somebody else, but we'll see. Um, and I'll knock myself. I'm the same thing as Rich. I mean, I feel like a lot of people tell me that when I'm on, I'm on, and it's hard to score against me. Um, but I do get myself mentally. Um, I never get mad at my team if it's their fault but I do get mad at myself. So if I if I let some softies in, I could um, it could not go so well, but just like the Benders and, and Pinnaco, I don't know that I'm scared that we can't score our way out. I yep. When I first looked at this team, I went, we're going to win 9-8 to eight every game. It's cool. <laughs> um, is what's going to happen. Our game is going to be 9-8 to eight every time. Yep. Um, so that's good for me, but then I look and I have Luke Vance on defense, Steve DeMarkey, um, Jeremy Swanson, who's a good two-way player. Um, I think we're going to be all right. And this team is going to light up the lamp. Yeah, it's. I don't know a lot of the names on this team <coughs> just because, again, I was a novice last season, so I don't care about a lot of these names. Um, but um, the ones I do know, um, not, to, not to inflate your head a little bit, but I think, Craig, you do belong in intermediate, and I think you'll have a lot of fun up there. Um, Shots are going to come a little bit harder, as I'm sure you know. But, yeah, I definitely think you belong there. Um, let's see. Who was I looking at? Um, yeah, getting just all these goal scorers. And there's some bigger players, just some bigger bodies that I think mm -hmm. will help for defense. So they can score goals. They've got bodies that can block pucks. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I can say. Chris Lightfoot, yeah, he's going to put the puck in the net. He's a skilled skater. Jake Lee. He impressed the heck out of me. He was probably my pick for the most talented player in the league, just from what I saw at evaluations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is going to be another one that has some pretty big numbers. Might have to go to double digits in some of the games. <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> so recapping the the intermediate division, almost wrapping up this draft recap. Um, I think. Again, I think that this is the most, on paper, the most balanced draft that I've seen 
um, from intermediate and novice, to me, it's really hard. I want to say that the Scorpions are going to do really, really well because, again, three of the top four goal scorers, we're going to score a lot. Right. Um, it's going to come down to how much I can stop and, and how good our defense is. Um, the benders are super fast, and that's that's scary. Um, I really want to pick the Grays, but I don't know that there's enough firepower. But I also know that Alex is probably the best goalie. Um, so I, I, I don't see the Wolverines being three-time champions. I do know that. Um, I don't That's going to hurt some people's hearts, I think, I, to hear that. I, but. I, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> um, I don't think they don't have a chance. I think everybody in this entire division has a chance. Definitely. Um, if I had to pick, I would say it's probably going to Bender Scorpions. It's either the Bender Scorpions or the Grays, and I want to see the Grays score. If the Grays score, they are my pick. Okay. Um, if they can't find the back of the net, that's my only struggle with them is finding the back of the net. Now, Johnny Bradford will find the back of the net, um, and not that anybody else can't. But literally everyone on that team, I think, plays defense. So uh, finding that offense, if they can find offense that I didn't know about, the Grays can walk away with this. Um, the Benders have so much speed that they'll never be out. Um, again, it's going to be on Pinnaco because if Pinnaco is on and they have that speed, they're not going to be touched. Um, and having three of the top four goal scorers, the Scorpions, are not going to not be in a game. Um, for me, I'm I'm going to keep with uh, the theme, and for me it's going to be between goalies. Um, if I think that if Dave Brown it, you know, bounces back from being away last season and he can you know settle back and do his own self, I think the Whalers are going to be one of the top teams. Mm-hmm. Um Otherwise, I think the Grays. I was I was impressed with how how um, Steve um, drafted and their goalie pickup is super solid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those are the two that I'm going to go with. I think yeah, as long as as long as Brown is going to bounce back to his own self, I'm going to say the Whalers and then the Grays coming in right after that. Yeah, absolutely. So that is our recap show. I want to thank Tony Hansen for coming by and giving your input. Um, actually, short notice, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I was glad to come by, and I wanted to do one of these shows. So, yeah, I've, I've got a face for radio, so I'm glad that I could come here and help out and hopefully uh, garner some insight. So Yeah, no, absolutely. And being on the steering committee, is there anything that you want to shout out, say, um, announce um nothing really big i think we tried to get everything out the only thing i'm not sure when this is going to be posted but we're planning on having all of the teams all the players and numbers and everything loaded by the first week of intermediate games so that's a week from today Mm -hmm. um again depending on when this goes up but hopefully by um the first sunday in october um other than that um we're working really hard to just, again, make this the best season ever, and hopefully everybody has fun. Um, I do want to say this isn't a one-man show, so if anybody has any sort of complaints, um, criticisms, or compliments, we always like to hear those, but any member of the steering committee is open to hearing those. We'll listen to you. 
We're not going to go shouting your names from the rooftops that so-and-so said this. So we want to know what's going well, what's not, because if we don't know, we can't change it. So, yeah, we're just we're looking forward to playing some hockey. I think now that the draft is over, we're, we're ready to get on the ice and do what we all came here for. Yeah, the excitement and, I mean, not a lot of people like practice, but the excitement to be back on the ice, back with everybody else, back with the team um, was really good. And I, I just want to say thank you to you and the steering committee. I know that the last few seasons, unfortunately, haven't been as as good as we've wanted it and as as good as it could have been ran. Um, but you guys have done a, a great job in picking up some of the pieces and, and coming from the summer party and the draft and, and – if the season's anything like the way that this has been ran, um, we're going to have a heck of a season, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, I really thank you for that because, yeah, there were definitely some hurt feelings, and it is it is not easy to run a hockey league, and it is – I knew that it was going to be tough going in, and my eyes were opened. And not to say that last season was terrible because we all got to play hockey, which is a fantastic thing. But, yeah, we definitely wanted to make it better. You know, we want this to be the best, the best show in town, so – we're trying as hard as we can to do that and anything we can do to make it better. Um, kind of flipping the tables. Thank you for doing this radio cast or this podcast. It's everybody wants to play in the NHL. Sadly, very few of us are probably going to ever get that opportunity in this league. So um, having stuff like this that makes you feel like you're in the big show is, is really cool and just helps, helps cement that um, just that feeling of, you know, having the adoring fans, you know, the millions of people that are going to be listening to this podcast, you know, it's just, it's cool to have this be a part of the league's identity. Yeah, absolutely. And it's super exciting to have that. So again, thank you for stopping by. Um, if you disagree with me or Tony, um, don't say anything because it's our professional opinion. Yep. No. We're goalies. We know everything. It's so. true. It's true. No, shoot us, <laughs> shoot me a message, shoot Tony a message, shoot um, Beer League Radio a message. Um, I, we're hoping to do a lot more. We're hoping to do about a show a week or a show a month to recap the season as it's going on. I know that we are shooting and we're our plan and we have a really good plan of doing three games a week, um, the same three games, the second, third, and fourth game of every week. Um, so wherever that lands, look out for that. Uh, can't do this without our sponsors. The primary sponsor is the Cake Stand, 3530 West Town Parkway, 90 beers on tap. Uh, Monday has a steak um, special Tuesday's tacos Thursday they have trivia with five dollar burger Saturday I believe is two dollars apps fantastic place to go um, we'll be holding watch parties I know we held the watch party for the entire Stanley Cup there um, so it's an amazing place to go um, and all this equipment that we have been able to record on has been brought to you by AVS um, and we want to thank AVS for supplying the equipment if you ever need anything for direct TV security visual systems um, those fancy TVs, so when you're listening to this, you're at the Bucks Arena, if those t those t fancy TVs in the, the front lobby, um, they installed those. So those looking nice, if you want that, please give Nate McCombs a call and uh, be on the lookout for that. And again, Red Dragon Herbs and Tea, um, Ryan Llewellyn, Championship of the Wolverines, <coughs> sells fantastic tea products. So if you're into tea, colder weather is coming. Um, so if you're into tea and... Uh, they're fantastic with loose leaf tea. So thank you to everybody. Thank you for all listening. I know this is a little bit of long, um, but we're excited for the season, and I hope you guys all enjoy. <laughs>